My name is Anthony James, and I love the German Netflix show Dark. I love it so much that I started a YouTube channel to talk about it. From the start, I've been told that the Dark Train won't last forever, and if I want to continue to grow on YouTube, I need to move on. Well, you know what? I don't want to move on. This show is worth more. It's worth more theories, more analysis, deconstruction, and discussion. So if you're not ready to move on either, then you're in the right place. Right here on Dark Discussions. Hello, and welcome to Dark Discussions. I'm your host, Origin Anthony James, and here with me is HG Conrad. How are you, Conrad? Hello, I'm doing great. I'm coming to you live from the old world, where everything's fine. Uh, yes, everything everything's doing great over here in the in the in the prime world. That's where I am. You're in the old world. We've managed to sync ourselves up pretty well. I think, well, actually, Dark does have it all synced up, don't they? So we're doing yeah. well. We're doing well. So, guys, we're here to talk about today. Uh, a number of things, uh, we've got, and we've got a special surprise for you later on as well, which is something that we was asked for in the comments uh, a few months ago. Uh, so we're, go we're going to be doing that uh, towards the end. So if, if you were in, are you in already, give us a like. Uh, if you're watching this on a replay, give us a like. The likes do really help us. Um, so the, to the topic today, before we get into it, uh, I'm just going to tell you what it is. It's all about the ending of the show. So the ending mm. of the show, we're going to talk about, was it a deus ex machina? Because I've been in conversations with some people on certain discords uh, recently saying, yes, it possibly is. Uh, no one in our discord uh, was telling me that. But, you know, actually. Actually, one person who uh, was involved in that conversation didn't say it was a Deus Ex Machina, but is a, is a big member of our discord, actually. So, wasn't <laughs> on our discord, though. Uh, we're going to be also be talking about a little bit about the tunnel scene. What does that quite mean? And if Vic Disco chugs a few cups of coffee and manages to get in, yeah. <laughs> we are going to be talking about... One of his favorites, a subject close to his heart. Let's just say that, Ted. We, we should um, we should take the piss and just do it now while we know he's not here, so that <laughs> yeah. we can say we discussed it. And you missed it, I'm afraid. Yeah, sorry, Ted. You'll have to watch it <laughs> twice. You have to watch it when yeah. you get in and watch it. Later. But we'll, we'll we'll talk about that, that that subject that's very close to his heart. If you if you listen to the uh, the pod, the podcast here on Dark Discussions, you know what it is, uh, and he's gonna love it. Uh, although, spoiler, it's not Westworld. Um, okay, because he also. <laughs> <laughs> he also uh, w wanted that as well. Um, okay, so uh, Shelly may have the correct answer there in the live chat, we'll, all I'll say. So guys, could you please subscribe to the channel if you haven't already? Uh, could you give the video a like if you haven't already? It does really help uh, with getting the, the, the live stream out there. Engagement. Um, engagement. It does, it does really help. Uh, we are, I think, one of the only places on the internet doing weekly dark like content um i'm sure there are other places stop shop for it yeah i'm sure there are other places but you know we love the show it's a, a very special place in my heart and i don't don't want to let it go uh maybe we'll see if 1899 can take it over i don't think it can but we'll see um i am going to be doing an 1899 episode next week going over all the new stuff we've learned since my last one i did also just so you know the t-shirt link in the description there it is there conrad and i going into the the cave we all know or as my son says going into the choo-choo train tunnel uh so that's us uh if you want to link it in the description if you want to join the discord for loads of dark discussions and discussions about the oa and all the other shows we cover get us there i also just also do want to shout out if you do love dark you should watch the show on netflix sisyphus it's a korean show about time travel and it's absolutely bonkers. And we're I, we're up to episode three now. Emmett and I are going through it every Wednesday on the channel, and we're up to episode three. We are going going through it, uh, and it's full of theories. So I would check it out. Watch out! It sounds um, nuts. That show, frankly, it's absolutely nuts. With it, like the second scene is uh, the main character saving everyone on a plane from a plane crashing. Like it's absolutely mental. But the time travel does seem very. It's like cool. airplane. It's just like airplane, yeah. But but yeah, uh, the sure. time travel does seem very thought out, um, and there's a lot of theories, and there's cool discussion going on in the Discord too. So join us there if you want to as well. Um, <laughs> I'm not spoiling anymore. It's the second. It's the it's the uh, top new pro. I'm not spoiling Sisyphus. That's the second scene in the whole thing. Um, okay, uh, right. Let let's now uh, move in 
to our first topic of discussion. A load of people coming into the chat. Actually, maybe what I'll do is I'll say hello to a few people here. Uh, Vic Disco, funny, someone said in the comments last week, Conrad, you'll love this. They said, um, from watching these live streams, like, I'm learning, um, if you're in the live chat, you're, you're a celebrity on the channel. Because they were like, I know, I know Vic. <laughs> they said, I know Vic Disco and uh, Master on your North more than I know the other guy on the channel. What's his name? Connor? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's I, I, I'm I'm happy to be like the um the 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 genius behind it all. Yeah, the puppet I, master. I, I I will say that that comment uh, was I can't remember who made that now, but that comment was someone who's been following us for a while. They do know who you are. They do know who oh. you are, Conrad. Um, just just for you. Um, okay, so my day. <laughs> all right, first uh first piece of discussion here for us is. Is Dark a Deus Ex Machina? There are some people who uh, seem to believe that it is. Like the the ending came out of nowhere is probably a better way to put it. But Deus okay. Ex Machina literally means from like from God. Like it, it came out of nowhere from God, uh, a machine yeah. from God. It fixed the problem. So what do you think, Conrad? Yeah. First of all, if you want to give us a one word answer, that's all right. But let's get into <laughs> yeah, it. I, I mean. Let's say what we're all thinking. Those people are wrong. Um, and here's a, <laughs> like, here's, a, here's a longer explanation as to why they're wrong. Oh, I've just locked my camera. I apologize. Um, so it, a Deus Ex Machina, we, we were talking about this before we started streaming, is something, is basically like shorthand for when the writers write themselves into a corner. They can't figure out how to get out of it. So they're like, oh, rocks fall and save everyone. And, you know, sometimes it can be, it's this weird thing that's become it's become like cultural shorthand for I didn't like something that happened a lot of the time. Because Deus Ex Machinas are used quite a lot in quite mm. a lot of, of fairly well regarded stories, you know, like some coincidental thing happening to aid uh, a character. That's been happening since the dawn of narratives themselves, you know, like it, it's it's kind of it's a little bit lazy at times, but as long as you don't overuse it, it's not a problem yeah. in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um I think and I, but I think Dark, it, like, so the, the example we were talking about before we started streaming that you came up with was, like, that spoilers for Game of Thrones, for anyone who hasn't watched it, but, like, you're probably better off not watching this season of Game of Thrones, when, like, all the lads go to, past the wall to go and get one of the White Walkers yeah. in Game of Thrones, and um, they're all about to die, and, and Daenerys decides, oh, I'm going to go save them with my dragon, and she has to travel. I think it's been established that it's, like, 800 miles from, from King's yeah. Landing to, to, like, Winterfell, and they're in Dragonstone, which is further south, and the guys are north of the wall, which is further north than Winterfell, and she flies there in, like, 10 minutes, uh, and that like that's a Deus Ex Machina, where it's just, it doesn't make sense, you can't ask questions about it, because it literally doesn't make sense. We've done it does make sense you know they established the three world theory it's like the second episode they're yeah. talking about the Shaketra, um and the three world th theory um and and you know they very clearly set it up when they start showing you uh footage footage that's not the right word for it mm -hmm. they're sh showing you like hg townhouse stuff from the origin world where it's in a different aspect ratio like they're clearly saying yeah. this is another world like you can you know i i i I think sometimes I get a reputation I don't really deserve as like being really like attentive to detail. It's not that I, I don't think it's that hard to spot that that is clearly shot in a different aspect ratio for a reason. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I would also say that the way I comment it is if someone is able to predict something happening, that it automatically isn't a Deus Ex Machina. So we all know from mm. watching Conrad's reaction to season three, episode seven, he predicted basically the whole last episode, like basically the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm not sure if he quite went into the details of the candles, Ted, but he did predict the whole thing. Um, we'll get to the candles. Don't you worry about we'll that. We'll get to uh, Ted. He's here now. We'll get to the candles. We'll get to the candles. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but he did. He predicted it all. So if he's able to predict it, then clearly they're putting some stuff in there to show you what's coming. Even if it's an episode yeah. before, it still isn't a Deus Ex Machina. It still isn't. Um, so Top D Pro has put a comment in that he would like me to read out. So it says, honestly, uh, some could see it like that, but taking into consideration about the hints dropped and how time travel works in Dark, I would personally say no. I think the ending is great because it's it's uh, it's all up. Because it, it's all up. Or it all adds up, I suppose. Uh, and then um, he continues on to say, to keep going... Uh, I don't think Dark is a Deus Ex Machina because for the entirety of the series, it's based on the number three. 
33, three time periods, yeah. three different versions of a person. So obviously, three worlds. There's an example of hints being dropped. I agree with what you're saying, 100%. Um, yeah, I think, absolutely. I, I don't think this, I, don't, I really don't think that it is a Deus Ex Machina. I, I think people who are saying that were caught off guard themselves with it because they didn't put the points, the, the they didn't connect, connect the dots. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, I, I think there's an, an aspect to that. I also think, um, uh, I'm going to struggle to pronounce this now. Pseudonymous. Pseudonymous being. being. There you go. PB. I call him PB. Okay, pseudonymous being. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a better way of pronouncing it. Does does make a, a good point that they do, does kind of do the it was all a dream ending to a certain extent. But I think the it was all a dream ending. Oh, I, I, comple- only... I completely disagree with that. But yeah, well, I'll, let, I'll let you go. Hit, then I'll. Then like, I'll... so uh, that ending is only problematic when uh it undoes it or cheapens the tension of what has gone before it whereas in the case of dark mm-hmm. it's not doing that it's a happy ending because everything like everything that has gone before is crucial to them waking up from the it was all a dream ending if you want to call it that you know like people have lived their entire lives and mm-hmm. chosen to sat in the case of of um of Jonas and Marta have chosen to sacrifice their lives in order to restore things to the way they should be, uh, even if it means that they won't exist. Um, so yeah. I, I, I think I think that ending is like the, almost the opposite of a, what what you consider the classic. It's it was all a dream ending. Yeah, and personally, like if we're really going to take it to the nth degree, right? And I'm a math teacher, so I always do. Um, I personally don't believe it's the dream ending at all because the way i view it is if it was all a dream and if if their world literally never existed you know like when it doesn't exist anymore if it never existed then the car crash would happen again okay so if the like everything that happened in their worlds is felt in that origin world timeline we see at the end because they didn't crash the car so Everything they did happened and it mattered. It just doesn't exist anymore. That's how I view it. It didn't. Yeah. If it never existed, then then they would have crashed the car. So it didn't. It's not. Yeah. A, it, it's not. It was all a dream for me because there is aspects of it existing in the world as we see it at the end. Yeah, and I, I think um, I didn't actually see who who just asked it, but the 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 idea of does the fact that they stop existing mean they never existed that kind of like philosophical question and i think to me you know they've established a a, a relationship with the audience and those characters so to me they did exist which is why you know the old romantic in me is like oh jonas at the end yeah (laughs) like even if it's not it's not jonas as we know him but it's you know there's something that 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 lingers on um from those characters in the in the you know the 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 kind of broad vague spiritualism that dark likes to likes to occasionally get into okay pb says totally agree i I think that i think that pb sort of kind of probably thought the same as we did it's it's just that the the way that was put across was just like it's like that old sitcom i can't remember what it was called but like literally the whole sitcom ended with an old man waking up and going it was all a dream it's like what what are you talking about that show didn't even need that you know (laughs) just a sitcom i'm trying to think what sitcom you're talking about oh i can't i can't how i met your mother no it wasn't that one it wasn't that one but oh can you imagine if if how you met your mother ended like that and they woke up at the end and he didn't actually tell the story of the kids he's like let me tell you again. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the guy who's like a Lothario and he wakes up and realizes that it's just been him recounting these tales of failed romances in his own yeah. mind. And he's like this syphilitic old man who's like alone in his 80s and his, his grandkids don't talk to him anymore. So, so stupid. That like, would have been a better ending. To be honest with you, I didn't watch the ending. I, I honestly, I've seen maybe five episodes of that show really hated it and i and i can't remember like i I think i heard who the who the mother was but i can't even remember i can't even remember um i think i i hate like 90 percent of sitcoms that's my stance (laughs) let me ask you a question this is why this is why i i hated i hated the idea of it from the start because in my mind it was like if it's one of the main characters like the female characters then it's just like why the fuck did it take this long to talk about it if it wasn't one of the main female characters i'm like what was the point of telling eight seasons? Yeah, you know, either way, it's stupid. You know, the concept. So anyway, they wanted their Ross and Rachel moment. Yeah. Um. So I, the thing is, like, that kind of gives me a clue, but I still even don't know who it is. Like, oh, I don't. I, like, I, I don't remember who it was. Like, I, I, I barely watched any of it. I think I watched the last episode, and and uh, and and that was. 
<laughs> that was it. Like, I think I hadn't watched an episode for about three years before that. All right, fair enough. Um, it sort of occupies the same space as Big Bang Theory to me, but Big Bang Theory was clearly way worse. Um, okay. Uh, so we've done sort of the Deus Ex Machina talk. I think most people are in agreement with us. I don't think it is a Deus Ex Machina. I think definitely it could catch people unawares if they weren't paying as close attention to, as to other people, which, as we know, this show was designed by the writers to be able to be watched at various different levels. So if you're one of those people watching it as like sort of a surface level, really cool, you know, time travel show, but I'm not really de- de- diving into the details, maybe it would catch you unawares. It doesn't, doesn't mean mm. that just because one person was caught that way doesn't mean it's a Deus Ex Machina. No. Okay, so another thing I wanted to talk about is because we're talking about the ending, we may as well like sort of just get our ducks in a row here. Like we, we have talked about this a little bit on the actual After Dark podcast when we were going through it. But the thing is, I like coming back to it every now and then because in my mind, this is an idea that does sort of grow and change as you move through your time having seen the show. And Conrad still hasn't actually done a rewatch of the show. He's been talking about potentially doing it soon. So he'll keep yeah. you abreast of that, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, okay. So tunnel, uh, the tunnel scene, Conrad. Um, mm. The tunnel scene. What do you think? Um, so I cast your minds back to the early days of the After, After Dark podcast where I said that the I think is the uh, which way does Jonas go the first time he goes no it's not Jonas it's Ulrich which way does Ulrich go the first time he goes in the tunnel is it left oh jeez you're really get you're really quizzing me now I think you're supposed to be the expert on this I know I think it's left I that's do, not in the comments I do think it's left but I'm sure some of the comments know jeez oh, well, if you had told me I was gonna have to answer which way they went no this is, this is how this works all right we're on live we've got hot mics and we got hard questions coming um I'm pretty it sure it's really left matter. I'm pretty sure it's left yeah I think it is left but um so so I said at the time that I thought the right passage, in retrospect, this was a ridiculous idea. Like, because obviously the other passage, well, the, the left passage clearly takes him to another time. Yeah. Why would the right passage take him to this? But, you know, I was, I, I, you know, I was firing on all cylinders at this point. This was early, Con, uh, like Conrad, where my theories were wild. And I theorized that um, the, right, the right passage or whichever one it was, um, was going to lead him to sort of like an architect in the Matrix style room with a bunch yeah, of monitors yeah. <laughs> showing like a thousand different versions of Jonas. Uh, you know, one of them, you know, he's he's you know in a different city or whatever, and one of them he's uh, he's a, he's a singer, <laughs> like but yeah, all, and like that in this kind of architect room. And then we get then we get to the tunnel at the end, and I feel like that tunnel sequence is very clear clearly them wearing their sci-fi design hearts on their sleeves so that is clearly a reference to the matrix mm. i also think it's a reference to 2001 a space odyssey um in, i haven't, in, I haven't seen 2001 a space odyssey yet and i'll tell you why uh it's one of the films and i think i talked about with this someone in the comments at some point it's one of the films that i'm saving to see in the see in a cinema for the first time it's, um, it is worth seeing in a cinema because it yeah. is it's, even even now that movie is a spectacle um but but yeah so i i feel like it's it's an opportunity for them they that like dark has always trucked in like really kind of like low level even though it's time travel really like low level sci-fi like it's never really shown any crazy like really really high concept sci-fi mm-hmm. stuff and then in that tunnel it's just like like grid lines going past yeah, them and yeah, stuff yeah. and it's it's properly an opportunity for them to just go really like really cheesy with it and i i, I love that tunnel sequence i know i do too uh, so here's my question for you this is like the crux of it which we'll spend the next minute or so on and then we'll move on because we do have some really fun stuff coming in this episode guys um <laughs> the crux of it is where are you now after reflecting on it for a few months in terms of the fact that they saw each other as children like i think we we, we sort of talked about in the after podcast and i think we both sort of concluded that that sort of hinted at the idea of it all being predetermined that they should have they they were about they were destined to be there in that tunnel where do you still where do you fall on it now yeah i i think i think that i think it's it's like telling us that it's predetermined and i also think again you know the old romantic in me loves this idea of them it, you know, it's that Ariadne's thread thing. Like, or I mean, not it's not quite the same thing because that's like leading you through something rather mm-hmm. than binding you to something. But this idea that Jonas and Marta are joined by this kind of ethereal, uh, like bond that they that they can't separate. They connect like and and you know time space 
like existential problems like both of them blinking out of existence for instance aren't mm-hmm. going to stop them from being together and it's it's a hopeful note to me um the fact that they've always been in each other's lives and, and very bittersweet i think um at the same time so i yeah i i, I love that that bit st- i actually um i was saying to anthony before i rewatched the, the the last episode just before this just to remind myself of the bits in it mm-hmm. and that bit still made me made me tear up because it's just like ah oh, they've always been in each other's lives and they always will yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I still fall on the same side of the fence for that, to be honest with you, as well. I think <coughs> that you can get into a nuanced discussion over whether it is a predetermined nature or whether it's just everything's happening at, happening at the same time. Past, present, and future happen simultaneously, so therefore this sort of interconnects through the times and through the worlds like this. Mm. Obviously, that's a very nuanced discussion, but you can have it. Um, guys, could you please, uh, if you haven't already, pop a like on this video. It really, really does help. Um... So uh, we'd, we'd really appreciate that. I mean, if you don't like it, you can give us a dislike, I suppose. But um, yeah, but yeah, but don't do that, guys. But if we find you, we will ban you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Because I, I ac- <laughs> we accidentally found out one time that if you ban someone from the channel, it takes away their dislikes. Uh, we, 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 nice. I've actually, funny enough, actually, if that guy does come in eventually back into the back into the live chat, I actually unbanned. I unbanned everyone from the channel. I think there was like three people banned because I, I whenever someone puts like a a rude comment on or whatever it, youtube flags it and then gives you the option to hide it from the channel now i didn't actually oh, okay. realize that it actually hides everything that that person says on the channel i didn't realize that so i really hope that one of those people wasn't actually a genuinely like nice <laughs> commenter and then one time you know lost the rag and i was like hide yeah. comment. <laughs> you know they, uh, yeah they uh, they called they called me connor one time and i was like well that's a ban uh, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. gone. Don't worry. That's why I can't remember who they are. They're gone. Um, well, well, it says here, Vic Disco says, running to get a coffee and then I'll ha- I'll uh, I'll run back and give you a like. Well, unfortunately for Ted, we are now moving on to the hotly anticipated <laughs> section of the episode where we are going to, in the final scene, I don't know if people are aware of this who don't listen to every single um, live, but in the final scene of Dark, whenever they're around the table in the origin world, all these different characters, um, there are lots of coloured candles in the room. Um, And they're actually set up in candelabras with three of each colour. So obviously, straight away, we're thinking to ourselves, threes, you know, everything's repeating itself, okay? I I watched this today, and I don't remember this detail, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's the detail that Ted noticed. I didn't notice it either, to be honest with you, but I have looked into it. Um, so there are there are four sets of candles. Four sets of three candles. Um, okay. So, Ted's back. Good, we can start. So basically, okay, you have the table with the, with the people sitting around it. In the middle of the table, there is three burgundy or maroon candles. Okay. Those candles I've have... To Personally, for me, been the hardest to nail down. We're going to leave them to the end. But the fact of the matter is, they are they are in in the middle of them all, in the middle of all the people. So those three candles, they might be worth talking about. On the okay. on the side of um, Katarina, Peter, and Benny on that side, we have a set of three white candles and a set of three blue candles. So on their side, there's three white, three blue. Check it out, guys. Okay. I'm not lying to you. Um, those candles. Let me... I'm going to... First of all, we're going to do a little quiz here. We're going to ask Connor what he thinks the candles mean. Okay? So I've got okay. it ri- written down on a piece of paper. And first of all, we'll start with the white candles. So the three white candles on the side of Katarina, Benny, and Peter. What do you think white candles symbolize? Uh, well, it's got to be. This is going to be such bullshit, but like, so it's got to be, um, some kind of religious connotation. So I'm going to say you've got your priest, you've got your Saint Christopher pendant lady, Saint Christopher. Yeah, that's the name. The the the, the, the patron saint of travelers, right? I haven't, I haven't yeah. misremembered that. And then I don't know what you'd have for Benny. Patron saint of prostitutes? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think is, you're but... thinking. Okay, Connor, I'm going to stop you right there before, <laughs> before, you, before you dig the hole too deep there, right? But basically, what I mean is, can, I don't know. Okay, so you, I didn't realize how unaware of candles you were, right? So basically, listen, I, I don't know anything about them. I like, I, I have. Hold on, I have, I have a uh, one of those wooden wick candles 
across the room from what it. What colour is it? Well, That's the important thing. What colour? Uh, it's like a it's like a cream. Well, the wick is brown because it's made of wood, but it's like a cream coloured. It smells of vanilla. Probably, delicious. Probably counts as white, I would say. So you you've got a white candle in your house, and you don't even know what energies you're putting out there, Conrad. <laughs> you, no, what am I? What am I? What am I bringing into my home? Is the question the same energy that Peter Doppler is bringing into his, which is right. a worrying thought. So okay, so white candles, white candles promote. Now this is the thing. You you were so not au fait with candles that you were trying to say like priests. And a, no, no, no. It's about feelings, and it's it's about like, all right. You know, okay. Well, now like I'm I'm in the wheelhouse. Okay, let me let me have another guess. Okay, because I it. didn't know we were talking about feelings i'm gonna say white is um apathy uh, <laughs> geez. Geez, you can tell who wasn't raised a catholic out of the two of us basically white is about so if you, if you why like you know how whites generally is like about like virginity and stuff right yeah sure i was gonna okay. go purity but then i thought come on that's like that's too, okay so that's it's too not obvious. it's not quite as far as that but it is okay. it's it's promotes serenity and peace and enhances personal strength and insight. Okay. So first right. of all, in, for me, I know like uh, Ted. Ted wants us to um, to analyze these a bit. So for me, straight away, I'm thinking right. Obviously, that one is some lovely feeling, serenity and peace. Clearly, these characters are feeling this way now that the universe has been set in order, and it's all that horrible knot of craziness has gone. They're peaceful. What do you think, Conrad? Yeah, I think. I think that's true of every character around the table. I guess um, the argument could be made that that Peter and Benny are most at peace with themselves now um, in in the in the real world. You know, they're no longer kind of lying about about who they are mm-hmm. um, or, or what they find attractive. Um, so yeah, that that would totally make sense to me. Yeah, handsome Henry has come in and said, "Oh my god." I think I think they're saying that because we've actually managed to get some sort of serious analysis out of the colors of these candles. But yes, Listen, this is what you come here for. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty <laughs> sh- I'm pretty sure that's where we're looking at here, especially considering they're closest to Katarina, and we know the the craziness and the the horrible um, sort of non-serene life she had in in the other worlds. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, on the same side, this one would this one sort of a little higher up. It's more sort of maybe a little bit further towards Benny and Peter. Um, now this has a word in it that I don't know what it means, but, uh, I think it, I think I kind of do, but I wouldn't be able to pin down an actual thing. Right. Um, okay. uh, thank you. See bad moon. He's blessing us with serenity in the comments there. Oh, thank you. And yeah. also Beth did as well. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks, lovely. Yeah. Some well, nice little I'm, white I'm candles. Feeling, I'm feeling serene. Yeah. Okay. So blue connect. Oh, you have to, oh, sorry. You have to have a guess. What do you think blue means? Well, I know it begins with kin- something. <laughs> yeah. just, you just said <laughs> the beginning of the Um, blue I, I would see i would have said blue was like a calmness as well because it's you know like the sky but i'm i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say blue is like deep thoughts and introspection like the sea okay you're not that far off actually but well we'll let we'll let the right, viewers decide charitable. yeah okay. okay okay so blue connects with your chakras Okay. okay, that was the word yeah. I was. I can't really pin down. A, I kind of know what it means, but I can't really pin down a thing. Right? Uh, chakras is yeah, like it is like a Buddhist. I think it's yeah, Buddhist, or it might be Hindu term, but, but like yeah. the energy points or something. Is it? It's in yoga. Is it kind of like like feng shui? You know, like feng shui is like a room, but it's like sort of the fu- it's like it's like feng shui of the soul. Is that what a chakra is? Yeah, sh- yeah. I, I like. I, I'm going to offend someone by pretending I know anything yeah. about chakras. Okay, so um, connects with your ch- chakras and any mm. emotional wounds that need healing. All right. Well, that's everyone in the room, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, really, there's like if dark is about anything, it's about sustaining grievous emotional wounds from those we love. Um. So yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, Katerina. Who who else? Yeah, Katerina and Vola. Oh, actually, and Hannah as well are the ones who sustain actual physical wounds. So, uh, yeah. So they they probably need like the red candle or whatever, like whatever whatever the the, the physical healing one is more than the blue one. Uh, yeah, the blue was emotional wounds, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the red one's coming, so we're gonna go to the red one now. So, okay. On the side of Hannah, and Torben, and Regina, um. There is red candles. Now, actually, hang on a minute. 
I'm now questioning myself. Katarina is on the left of the table if we're looking at them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Regina's on, Regina's on the right. Yeah. So we've yeah. got we've got uh, red candles uh, over on the right hand side next to Hannah Torben. I don't even have to say Regina because we know it's all about Hannah and Torben these ones because we're gonna guess what this one's for. Um, I mean, I'm gonna go with the obvious answer. I'm gonna say it's something to do with sexuality, surely, virility. Encourages love, sex, and passion. There you go. And the, the website that I've got this off says OVS. <laughs> As if it's so obvious that that's the case. So we should have known. Like, if we had the. I don't it, think red is the sexiest color. I think purple's a sexier color than red, if I were, if I were pushed. Uh, so do you want to guess what the. Like, there is no purple candles, but do you want to guess what purple candles stand for? Uh, well, okay. I'm going to say, like, a kind of regal nobility because that's like associated with like the Eastern Roman Empire and being born in the purple. But I, that's based on nothing other than that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so it boosts your personal... No, boosts your spiritual enlightenment and creativity. Okay, sure. That's, okay. That, that kind of seems like one like... That actually kind of seems like one like, okay, we've got the main ones done. We've got white, we've got red, we've got blue. What about purple? I don't know. Boosts your spiritual enlightenment? Yeah, okay, put that one in. That's how Fine. I kind of feel yeah. that. Although if purple is an important color in uh in catholicism anyway i don't i know i know that so maybe okay we'll go with it um okay so that was the red ones clearly to do with torben and hannah trying to give us that clue if we were all watching this show like ted watches the show then we would have yeah, known like, she's pregnant straight away yeah we would have seen pregnant. the candles we were like pregnant her favorite yeah. boy's name she's always loved the name. coming back always known the, the name Jonas. she's always loved it uh we should have known that straight away <laughs> um now let's get to the the crux of the matter here because I see here, uh, Master on your north came in and said, "Ah, that's discussing the dinner table scenario." Okay, so for anyone who's joined us late here, we're talking about the colors of the candles around the table in the final scene of show of the show. Okay, that's what we're doing. Why we're doing that? Because it's actually really good fun, and, and Ted was right. To, <laughs> Ted, Ted, Ted was right to think that there is actually some th like everything we've seen so far. I could I could believe that the creators or the set designer or whatever put them in for this reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, um, generally speaking, stuff doesn't make it into a shot without someone deliberately putting it there. So, especially like know. these, they're, they're in, uh, they're in threes in these candelabras. So there was some thought put into the, how these are set up. So, yeah. uh, okay, so last one is either burgundy or maroon, and you will not be. Actually, no, hang on. They're, they're actually. I was going to say you would. You wouldn't be surprised to know uh, that they both have different meanings. But actually, I think they're pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Okay, so what do you think maroon stands for? Burgundy. Um, <clears throat> and these ones, remember, are in the middle of the table, with them all surrounding them. Um, just depression, <laughs> like a general, a general malaise. I went for apathy on white. I'm, I'm going there again. Some of them have got to be negative, right? Everyone yeah. sells candles based on positive emotions. I want to sell candles based on negative emotions. Um, who, but why would you, yeah, why would you burn a candle? You want, like, you want basically a voodoo doll version of a candle. You want to light a candle to punish yeah, someone I wanna, else. I, I, yeah, I want to sneak a candle, I want to give a candle as a gift, and it to give, a, like, someone a deep sense of sexual inadequacy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's my, that's my, my dream business. So, I, I, to be honest with you guys, according to Google Images, I didn't even go to, I didn't even go to a website. According to Google Images, um... Confidence, ambition, sure. acceptance, sure. sophistication. I was actually going to say acceptance because putting them in the middle. So, okay, there's, there's two things to discuss here. Like the theme of that, obviously, like the acceptance, that makes sense. Having that in the center, you know, all these characters who have been in some cases in like open conflicts with each other across the, across the two worlds that we've seen them in mm -hmm. have, you know, are at peace with, with one another. Um, and, and I think, it's been mentioned a few times in the question. I'm not sure if you're getting to this, but the idea of these being in threes, I think it means that across the worlds as well. You know, like the yeah. the, the origin yeah. world and the old world don't exist anymore, but this is kind of confirming that to be like you know all everything is in harmony and and equilibrium has been restored. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, so hopefully Ted liked that uh, candle discussion. Candle Corner here on the Culture Cave. Um, candle Corner. If you, if you notice any other candles in dark, let us know. We'll go and find the scene and we'll tell you what we think of the color of it. Um, out of curiosity, just Conrad, uh, what do you think a black candle stands for? That's the uh, one you would craft. think would be negative, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's witches. That's a witchcraft candle. <laughs> it's for psychic protection, so it actually kind of... Protection from witches. Yeah, psychic protection. <laughs> uh, what about pink? Pink candle. Um, Like playfulness is probably what I'd associate with pink. Okay, uh, it's for romance. Placing a pink candle by well, they your... they can't have pink as well. you got to pick your candle colours, guys. Like yeah. Red is for romance, right? Or love, I guess. No. But... No, Conrad, this is the thing, because red is for... They clash as well. You love, can't, sex, like, if... and passion. Whereas uh, pink's for romance. Like, so, I, I, I love my mother. So you burn the pink candles first while you're having yeah. dinner, and then and then when things heat up a bit, you run to the bedroom and light a bunch of red candles. Well, actually, where's the thing, actually? This is a question. Uh, I, I Like, I love my mom. Which candle do I light? Because if I light the red one, jeez, I'm not lighting that one. I'm not lighting that yeah, one. That's... But if I light, I light the pink one, then that's... No, no, that's romantic. No, no. Where's the one just for like family? Yeah, just like I like my mum. Yeah, I like Give my me- mum, <laughs> and I want to. I want a candle for it, you know. Yeah, platonic relationship with family. That's I think what I'm I just need. gonna get a candle with my mum's face on it, and I'll light it. But what well, color I will it be? With a white candle, but apparently I'm making a, making a statement with that as well. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know what exactly. to do. You got the wooden wick in there, so that's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Last one we'll do before we move on to the real fun. <clears throat> okay, brown candle. Um, like I'm gonna say, like an alignment with nature, some kind of earthy quality. Ah, uh, kind of, I suppose. Um, not really an earthy quality, but kind of in the same ballpark. Um, okay. I'm, there's a bracket after this, which I do need to read for you to understand it. But I want to hear what you think about okay. before I read the bracket. Helps with all things relating to your resources. Resources. <laughs> What is that? Does it, does it increase the number in my bank account? Is that, <laughs> is that what that candle is? Then does? in brackets it says, like, look, this is a crazy list, right? Your resources, right? So this is the list of resources. Okay, tell me what my resources your, are. Your health. Okay, and, I didn't realise that was a resource. That's yeah. worrying, because that sounds like a resource is something you can spend, and I don't like the idea of spending my health. <laughs> yeah. Energy. Yeah, okay, I'll have that. Possessions. Okay, okay. I don't know how a candle helps with that. If anything, my resources are going down as I burn the candle because I have less candle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the next one I love. So this is, a, remember, resources, you said kind of resources are kind of things you can trade for other things, right? Yeah. Pets. <laughs> Where's my cat? Yeah. Are you a resource that I can spend? Yeah, that's your resource. You could trade that cat for, you know, yeah. for a dog even trade better. It. Yeah, I'll trade it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you start off with a paperclip and eventually you get to St. Bernard. Um, so endurance uh, is another one and courage. So you can spend courage. Um, actually kind of makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still not happy about health. That upsets me. <laughs> spend your health. Because I feel like I've been spending health quite at a rate for the last for the last 12 months. Right, okay. We've had some fun with candles. The next thing we're going to do, guys, and I think you're all going to be happy. We're going to do this for <laughs> five or ten minutes and then we'll, we'll call it a day. Uh... Conrad has finally done what I did a long time ago and has had a little look through some of the new one-star reviews on, on IMDb for Dark. And he has found some of them very funny and he would like to share with some of them with us. So I'm looking forward to this, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually did this like unbidden of James. I just started, um, I started looking at them and then was like, oh, these are, some of these are awful. So <laughs> here we go. Um, I'm just going to read a snippet from each one. I'm not going to do the full one. This is not going to be like an audiobook of bad reviews. I'm going to, I'm going to take... Oh, I've done that already. There's a previous episode where I did an audiobook of bad reviews. Oh, okay. Nice. Right. Okay. So we're going to start this off, actually. So I didn't initially order order these by date either. So the, the first few of these I found are from like last year, but I don't care because they're really funny. Okay. Um, so excellent series for incest lovers, especially for boomers. That's your <laughs> boss here in June 2020. Thoughts? <laughs> That I'm not a boomer. June I'll 2020, you know. that's when the season ca- season three came out. <laughs> yeah, so I think a lot of these ones that I first read, and these are voted as the most helpful one-star reviews as well, so I don't know what's going on. But this person decided, like, they <laughs> apparently they really liked season one and two, but then season three was some boomer-ass shit. Um, that is... Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You searched by the most helpful one-star reviews. Yeah. Is that I not an oxymoron? <laughs> Listen, I... Sometimes you like you need to dig around in the dirt to find the the real the truffles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a truffle. Here. That was a truffle. That one. 
It's a production made with mil with. Oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna read this again because I need to get the 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 incorrect grammar right. It's a production of no no apostrophe in it. A production a production made with of millions of euros and dozens of brain cells. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> See what they've done there is they've used numbers twice, which actually is quite a good bit of synergy within the comment. Yeah, yeah. They've they they've they've absolutely. Um, constructed a hilarious joke there that was yo will was up five uh, yeah said so, that, so you thought baron Boodle was a strange name you know this guy's just knocked him out of the park um yeah exactly so i feel like i feel like a bit kind of like personally targeted by by some of these some of these next ones to be honest um this show does not have any redeeming chapters no full stop. It follows a meh storyline, and most people would probably only watch it to sound smarter than they actually are. <laughs> I feel like I've been, I feel like I've been called out there by Filthy Frank. Uh, oh, <laughs> stealing his name as well from Filthy Frank. What's going on here? Yeah, unbelievable. I've never understood. Um, I've never understood that. Like, I know, I know, we've got. I know Peter Griffin's a big fan of the channel, so I can't speak too hard, harshly. But I've never kind of understood just like. <laughs> Going covert on the internet as as like a character of someone else, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. I used to, uh, when I was 14, I used to go on a Xena Warrior Princess chat room uh, because it was the only one that the filter at school allowed us to get to. Uh, and there was someone on there who claimed to be both Mary-Kate and the... No, Mary-Kate. What was the other Olsen twin called? Ashley. Ashley. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Claimed to be both of them, I believe it. I was only about 12 at the time. So. The irony is that was probably the other one who's in the the, the Marvel. Yeah, maybe it was Elizabeth Olsen. It was, oh. def it was, that was her be like trying to get some of the fame of her sisters back then. Yeah. I yeah, should have stuck around. She got the last um, laugh. This is an interesting... Like, so this review, I don't really understand because... Um, this person claims to really like the first two seasons and then suddenly ha like just turned around on it. So they liked the first two seasons, but then it went to a they, one they star. Love well, I mean, Truth Seeker for Life 28 says, Truth Seeker for Life 28, sorry, excuse <laughs> me. The first two seasons were great, but this is just pretentious writing. And apparently they think they are so great and brilliant, but are clearly trying way, that bit's capitalized, too hard to maintain that image. However, they are failing completely with the high IQ crowd. <laughs> they are part of they are part of the high IQ crowd. They're a truth seeker for life. They are high IQ. I can imagine yeah, they're high IQ. Like see someone with a with a with a name like Truth Seeker for Life, hundred percent they're flat yeah. earth. Hundred percent. Oh, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, that person <laughs> yeah. has is on some questionable Facebook groups. Yeah, uh, yeah they 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 are an anti vaxxer in my mind. Um, okay, this is this one. I I like this one because of that because of the film nerd in me appreciates them trying to. Th th this next one lists kinds of films they watch to give themselves like <laughs> credibility. Um, so. Over the years, I've enjoyed films and TV that is challenging, bizarre, or obscure. David Lynch, Peter Greenaway, Fellini. But come on, this is mad. You've <laughs> <laughs> seen Mulholland Drive. Or like a razor head. <laughs> yeah, they, they have to list... Like, it, that's such a short... Uh, a short review and like literally 95% of that review was them listing other films <laughs> yeah that's saying look here are my credentials I've watched Fellini alright I watch hard stuff this is crazy guys it, I feel like I watch a different like it is complicated don't get me wrong it's, like, and I love how complex it is but it's not that complex like all you need to do is just pay attention and you can yeah. and you can understand it um, this is a great one from I Hate Stupid Reviews 30, which is ironic. Oh, geez, can, that's, that's great. Can someone tell me why this show is so overrated and people are so raving about it? Are they really serious or do they think that they are only capable enough to read between the lines, connect the characters and predict the story? I don't understand what that means. Uh, it doesn't mean anything. Well, I, 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 I love those type of reviews that you can clearly feel the rage within them that something <laughs> yeah. is popular you know just like just like how does so someone like this something is popular so therefore they go into it thinking well this i'm gonna tell everyone how crap this is like yeah um like there's, there's certain ones as well like also like if like someone in your life like kept going like for example myself right i never did a did an imdb review on it but people kept going on what's the name of that comedy with uh, Donald Glover in it. Oh, uh, Community. Community. P 
People kept yeah. going on about that and kept going on about that. And I just was like, well, I'm not watching that because I just know I'm going to hate it. Because because <laughs> like n- now... You're like me with popular things where I'm just like, yeah. I'll get to this in five years once well, the hype is See, the down. thing is, I'm not like that all the time. But th- there was particular people no. in my life who kept going on about this show. And I was just like, right, I'll give it a go in 10 years whenever that's away from me. Now it's actually away from me. I probably could watch it and I'll, and I'll tell you... I'll, I'll give it a go and I'll tell you what I think of it. But... I completely understand the feeling of some of these reviews where people are saying, oh my God, it's so great, it's so great, it's so great. And you're just like, get away from me, you know? Um, it's like yeah. the pe- it's like the people who just like <laughs> have pride that they've never seen something. It's like, I've never even seen Game of Thrones, you know? I've, <laughs> yeah. I've never even seen it. It's like, well, <laughs> what? <laughs> this, this, this next one I love because it's criticizing it for like, as if like the plot is 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 a flaw, or like the mechanics of the plot are a flaw. So, um, I wish I could have avoided this. They they begin cliches. I don't know what cliches they're talking about, and goes on and on in an infinite loop. It's like yeah, that's the that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> what I am starkly concerned is, did the authors think we are dumb lemmings? <laughs> lemmings. What the hell? I mean, look. All right, let's be fair to a underscore aa. Ulrich does do the same thing in both worlds. <laughs> like, so yeah. they are following each other in in, in a certain uh, certain extent, or to a certain extent. But uh, like, so they're here, yeah, kind of is like a living. Um, Ragad actually said in the comments here. Um, I bet these people watch Dark on, while on their phones. It's it's. They so, do now. I, they probably do. But when I first read that Ragad, what I actually thought you just said was. I bet you these people watched Dark on their phones. Like, that that actually got to me as well. Like, you know, you can imagine people, like, watch it while on the bus every day and then just be like, well, that was crap, you know? Like, yeah. not, not even paying attention to it. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of... I'm, I try not to be too judgmental about how people watch stuff, but I do end up being like, watch it on television, pay attention to it. Like, it's, it's an hour long. Oh, no, there's nothing against watching something on your phone if you're actually paying attention to it. But when I view pictures of someone watching something on their phone, I'm imagining them, like, in commute or something, you know, like... Oh, yeah. In a way that they can't fully take it in, you know? Yeah. Um, this is a good one. This is from April 11th. So this person finished... Oh, what, submitted this review... Two days ago. Two days ago. Crying is the title of the review. <laughs> they, they begin. Too much crying. Some of the characters are like teenagers crying for silly little things. Don't waste your time unless crying turns you on. Which <laughs> I didn't realise we were allowed to judge things based on how much crying there was in it. I didn't realise that was a, a well. If that, a if, that, see, if, if that was the case, Orange is the New Black would have been over in the first episode. Because seeing that first episode, Jason Biggs and your mate and the the woman who's the main woman in it. Um, they both oh, cry down. They both cry down the phone to each other. Not a tear in sight, and they're terrible. It's just horrible. Um, <laughs> I see here, Master Onion on says John Campier started watching Dark because so many of his viewers were gushing about it, and he tapped out after the first episode. It was obviously he wanted to dislike it. I'm really surprised to hear that. John Campier is someone who I actually have a lot of respect for. Um, and when I first started my YouTube channel, I was sort of looking at him and seeing what he did and stuff. Uh, I'm really sad to hear that, to be honest with you. Um, I, I hope that Sicily didn't like it because I don't have anything against anyone who didn't like it. But if it's like a vendetta against annoying people telling him to watch it, I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's difficult though. Like, I, I kind of get it on one hand. Like, if you've got loads of people telling you how amazing something is, it's very easy to go in being like, I'll show these guys who, who's boss and like go in kind of predisposed to dislike something. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It reflects quite poorly on on anyone to do that when they're a grown up. I think because like at, at worst or at best, all you're doing is cheating yourself of the experience of watching a really good television show. Uh, yeah, I, I I also think what reflects poorly is like again, I really like John Campier and a lot of respect for him. And I'm not I don't actually je- know who John Campier is to be clear. Okay, but... like I'm not I'm not I'm not like I'm literal. <laughs> Oh, okay, I maybe I should just stop talking. I always said to myself, "What no, 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 is we'll this technically? Is this YouTube beef? Is this YouTube beef, beef. here, Conrad? Beef. You know, is this beef?" Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think if I didn't like the show, I probably would have watched the first episode, stopped, and then just not mentioned it. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, like I've never. I don't think I've ever... I, actually, no, that's not true. Like, we've just recorded our best movie podcast ever and I very viscerally went off on one of the films <laughs> on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I try not... I try to be open-minded to things, at least. Um, 
All right. Okay. There's a good. There's a good review here from S. Oh my god. I'm not going to try and pronounce that that username. Too boring and nonsense. It fails to convince you into the idea you watch, and nothing makes sense until the last episode of the last season. Yeah, that's a TV show. That's, that's a what mystery. TV shows do. That's a mystery. <laughs> the thing is, I actually watched um, Knives Out, and it didn't make sense until the last ten minutes of the film. Yeah. You know, I didn't know who done it until they told me who done it in this Who Done It movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they should tell you in the first ten minutes what's going to happen in the movie and then i'll decide if i want to stick around for the next 80 minutes for you to for the characters to reach that yeah, conclusion absolutely right Conrad, give us one more we'll take one more okay all right hold on i need to i need to let's get a good one um okay this all right one sure star amazon one. Uh, one star imdb reviews for anyone who uh is joining us later. yeah one this one is from casio it, he describes dark. Oh, sorry. They a calculator. Dark, a calculator. Yeah. You, you would think a calculator would understand this this show, like. Yeah, I mean they are advanced now. But They're hardwired for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, poor soap opera. Uh, I don't understand his first bit. And there's the most clueless police I've ever seen in a series. So many big problems. They got slapped and spit in the face and nothing. Which, to be fair to Cassio, I agree with. I said at the time, Egon, are you just going to stand there and let Yana slap you around? You should arrest her. And Cassio, I'm with you. Yeah. He gave it a one-star yeah. review, though. So I don't really understand what their point was. <laughs> I think Cassio's like, dad's a cop or something. He's like, yeah. I don't want you to hit my dad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad told me to stand up to the bullies, you know. Yeah. Dad um, told me we should be arresting women for things like this, and she was smoking indoors as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, there we go. We've got we've done a lot in this episode, Conrad. I, like the ep- I think I might actually even have to change the thumbnail and stuff after it goes up as a video because we've talked about so many different things that asking if it's a Deus Ex Machina doesn't really do the video justice anymore. <laughs> yeah, we got through that in the first like five minutes, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so. What we'll do is we will say, can you please join the Discord? Uh, if you haven't already, there is a link in the description. Can you please, if you want to support the channel, go and have a look at the t-shirt. I will say, actually, weirdly, there are two other stores on the on Redbubble, which, for some reason, have stolen our design. I did submit a, uh, like a copyright claim thing on Redbubble, but I personally don't actually know how that works. I hope that it's been taken down. So use our link. I think it must be like an automatic thing where they're just like anyone who sells anything, they take their design. I don't. It's weird. It's weird. It's our first. It's, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I, I, if not, I we'll go break their legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll we'll do what Cassio's dad wants us to do, and we'll go on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on and give him some stern words, right? Um, yeah. Some uh, yeah, some uh, civilian arrests or whatever you call them. What do you call them again? I don't know. Anyway. Citizen um, arrests. Citizen arrests, that's it, yeah. Not civilian arrests. Same thing, basically. Uh, okay, so, sure. thanks very much, guys. Give us a like. If, you ha- if you're in here watching now, you haven't given us a like already, give us one. If you're watching it on the repeat, it really does help us. Um, yeah, so if you want to send us an email, adpodmail at gmail.com is the place to do it. If you want to suggest uh, future discussions, pop them in the description below. As I said, next week, I'll be doing uh, 1899 News, what we know uh, since the last time I did one. Um, and I won't be watching that because I am still going in blind. Yeah, so I would I would have loved to do that with Conrad as well, but obviously Conrad is going to go in blind because on the After Dark podcast we will be covering 1899 as well as all my, you know, reviews and all my sort of breakdowns. I'll probably I don't really do the explained videos anymore. I'd like I did one for Dark, but I probably will do one for 1899 as well. Um, but yeah, thanks very much, guys. Thanks for watching along with us, and we will catch you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.